Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words like me, play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with, intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally me, it starts with self and that is something that play with me stands for. Play with me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch.
do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun, and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast, KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage, and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. Posts, pages, and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions, and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised.
for Lola's Lessons. It's time for Lola's Lessons. And that's it. Good evening, Lustfuls. And welcome to Lesson 7 in Semester 3 of Lola's Lessons. Before I start off by mentioning the endorsement site, let me send a huge shout out to the loyal, lustful listeners. Last week, my darlings, my lovelies, my people, the lot of you made sure that the Lola Blakely Enterprise Production Series trended number one in the top 100 international trending podcasts for the third fucking week in a row. I mean, that is something to celebrate. Yes, yes. I mean, if it wasn't for the loyal, lustful listeners sharing the shit out of our show and being sex positive and making sure that society knows how important sex positivity is, we wouldn't have been trending. Never mind trending number one for the third damn week in a row. The week before, we passed Joe Rogan. I mean, obviously, last week had we had to pass him again, yes, because nobody else beats number one. Do they? No. Motherfuckers, they don't. <laughs> so after thanking the lot of you let me start not well let me finish off by thanking the endorsement mentioning the endorsement sites the cof lola's favorite friends at the council of fantasy the cof is a lifestyle orientated community like the lot of you guys know by now i mean we cater for everything from bdsm to lifestyle and sex positivity i mean we even cater for those guys that are vanilla and just want to explore possibilities of enhancing their intimate relationships you guys can find them on www.counciloffantasy.co.za otherwise head on over to lola's website that's www.lalastfm.live yes let me just make sure of my website <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's lalastfm.live <laughs> And click on the link at the bottom of the page, the home screen And come and join the WhatsApp community Your Lola Blakely production moderators for this evening are um, Azur Inferno, Zane, Medusa And then we've got KB, your production manager for this evening If you guys see them in the chat, say hi They're here to engage with our listeners Keep us safe during the airing Feel free to ask them some questions, send them a wave Also, if you haven't liked and followed the show before Like and follow, hit the like button, hit the follow button And make sure that you guys don't miss anything else in this production series and finally, after that hell of a mouthful, let me say good evening to my gorgeous, beautiful, stunning co-host, Miss Carmen Ellie. Welcome back. Oh, hello. Listen, listen, you are Ola, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm <a> Ola. <laughs> well, I'll, I'm, I'll tell, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the listeners what I've witnessed in the past five minutes. Hey, what have you witnessed? The dancing, the hair, <laughs> the nails. I mean, I don't know why this is voice only, okay? They're missing out. <laughs> yes, we're going to add video next semester. Next semester, right. I'm sorry, I've had enough. Like, everybody keeps on asking. We're adding, um, we're adding video next semester. They're going to be able to see Miss Carmen, and they're going to able they're gonna be able to see, like, Lady Lola doing her dance every time the, the intro song plays, because I love the <laughs> intro song. <laughs> I love watching you love your intro song. <laughs> <laughs> Our intro song. I, I should actually, I should, <laughs> I should let them change it, right? 
Schatz. Haar neem is Lola en Carmen. Haar <laughs> neem is Lola en Carmen. <laughs> she, she was a struggle and, and she was too. <laughs> Wouldn't that just I'm be the funniest shit? <laughs> Carmen, how was your week? Are you ready for tonight's episode? Did you miss me? Um, no, I, I miss you always. You know that. I mean, I know that on Friday nights I get my full, so that makes it all better. So don't panic. I mean, also, I got to I, I tell the last one listeners, I get this voice note earlier today. I need my Lola fix, like, <laughs> but just say hello. <laughs> this is Carmen asking for a Lola tonight. fix. Yeah, I can't wait all the way till tonight. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. And you say, I'm Olek. You're very Olek. You're Oleker. I'm just saying. <laughs> and this is why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lustfuls, this evening we've got a special one for you, right? I mean, our oh, guest yeah. this evening. Miss Combs, do you know our guest this evening? I do not know our guest, and I was actually um, on her Instagram page earlier, going through all the content. I almost ran late because it was it was good, hey? Oh, I'm excited. It is, right? I mean, my, yeah. most Miss Jazz has studied through her. I don't know if you know this, but no, our no, friend Miss Jazz. Yes, most most of the intimacy coaches in in um in South Africa have have studied through Intimacy International. Oh, that's impressive, hey? And this is the founder of Intimacy Coaching International. This is the co-founder. Oh, let me just I get mean, up straight here. Okay, let me see. Right? <laughs> I mean, we're going to be sharing. We're going to be sharing air with with real royalty. And Annie Anne Marie is the founder of Intimacy Coaching International, um, and a columnist with Conscientious Living, Odyssey Magazine, or Bliss Sexology. So you guys have heard this Bliss Sexology um, ad that we run on Lola's Lessons. That's her, guys. She's a trained, uh, a trained holistic intimacy coach around, she, oh, sorry, let me start again. She has trained holistic intimacy coaches around the world and been with her husband for 28 years. So she knows what's up. <laughs> also, she knows what it takes to renew, heal, and reignite. Sorry, Francis Gill, we don't take calls, call-ins. This is a um, closed um, a closed interview. Uh, okay, hold on. That just threw me off now. She's been with her husband for 28 years, so she knows what it takes to renew, heal, and reignite your bliss and how to fully receive through deep re relaxation, not only in your intimate life, but also as a, um, but also as a, so, uh, Somantic life design. I hope I pronounced that right. She teaches with her husband Tim on retreats and coaching in person and online. Anne Marie has appeared on 702 Radio Today, Power FM, Kaya FM, all talking about conscious sexuality and neo tantra. Um, featured in Women and Home magazine and has been a guest on ETV's Great Expectations twice. Um, on regaining libido after childbirth. She's currently a columnist for Odyssey magazine with her column Bliss Sexology. You guys can find her on um, info at blissandrelaxation.com. Otherwise, head on over to her website, www.blissrelaxation.com. Otherwise, Instagram at Holistic Intimacy Coaching. And then she's got a Facebook page as well as a link tree. Um, the moderators will be uh, sharing that throughout the, the, um, the airing. So if you guys want to get into touch with her, that's how you're going to do it, right? You're going to head on over to her socials. 
Without further ado, um, and Annie, thank you so much for joining us this evening again. We really, really appreciate you being here. Oh, it's such fun. Thanks for having me back. Yes. Also, we we have to mention that she's featured on Lola's Lesson Season um, Season Two. She can add she, that to the list. Yes. We can add that to the list exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, it it is a trending international podcast. So absolutely. <laughs> Annie, welcome. How's your week been? Oh, exhausting. exhausting. <laughs> I don't know where the week has gone, actually. <laughs> <laughs> How has your bliss, um, bliss relaxation, um, couples retreats gone? Oh, it went brilliantly. That was last weekend, and um, it just went. It went brilliantly. We had amazing breakthroughs and just such incredible uh, sensual learnings um, and reconnection in partnership, um, also with partners that have been together for. An awfully long time so mm. sometimes it's it's hard to get everything sort of up and running again when there's years of emotional baggage and things happening <laughs> so. mm, of course of course <laughs> but it was really really beautiful overlooking the sea um luxury we watched the moon rise on the one night as well because it was the full Aww. moon it was just really romantic beautiful food we had incredible vegetarian catering from pomegranate smash who works here on the south coast and uh, it was just, it was gorgeous. It really was lovely. But it was still recovering because it is, after all, our work um, around mm. with my husband, Tim. Mm. I mean, how exciting. Have you ever been on, on a retreat like that, Miss Combs? Not as a couple, no. Not as a couple? No. Have you been on any retreats, with, whether it be like women empowerment retreats or any, any find yourself kind of retreats? Yeah, like conscious thinking and things like that, but mm -hmm. um, never ever in, in, in kind of a couple's format. I was just thinking when, Annie, when you were saying earlier, uh, couples with a lot of baggage, I'm like, what is the packing list for your retreat? Like, bring your toothbrush <laughs> 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 and have no expectations, you know, I think, is that where you start? <laughs> I need to know for when I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, I mean, that means Lola can't go because I pack a lot. <laughs> I come packing. <laughs> You're very funny. Anyway, this evening is all about sensual touch. And um, for Lola, this is something that's very special because I'm a touchy-feely kind of person. Everybody knows this. When I walk into Carmen's shop, right, I need to touch all of her toys. I need to feel them. I need to stroke them. Also, when I'm around people that I love, that's one of my love languages, right, is touch. I want to touch you. I want to hug you. I want to hold you. I want to be next to you. I want to hold your hand. Even if we're just friends, right, that's my love. That's one of my love languages. I think I've got a couple. But um, the sensual touch is something completely different from having touch as as a love language it's it's a it's a completely different um different like concept and this is something that annie obviously knows a lot about this is why she's our, our expert guest this evening annie tell us more about your um like how you started your journey into teaching sensual touch as a topic well, firstly, because um, I ran into problems in my own marriage and own relationship 16 mm. years in, whereas um, in your 20s, often relationship is not so much about pleasure and sensual <coughs> connection and sexuality and all of those things. It tends to be more about 
um, social expectations, developing a relationship with somebody, buying a house, having children. You know, it's like setting up the relationship often in our 20s. And in our 30s, often we're dealing with small children and just this busy, busy, busy life. So when you eventually wake up as a woman for estrogen based beings, that tends to happen around 35, you go through your uh, first sexual awakening. And that's because your body is swapping gears between uh, being fertile and birthing children and moving into using pleasure as a way to evoke chemicals in the body for longevity and long life. So that's one of the Taoist sexual teachings is that longevity um, and good health are surrounding sensuality and sexuality as well. So you, you're changing chemical systems over. So my journey began when I ran into problems in my marriage with pleasure and sexuality and sex was just on the long list of chores to be done. Um, oh. And then I basically went on a roller coaster ride through learning about Neo-Tantra, Tantra, Taoist sexual work. And I worked with a lot of spiritual teachers as well. And a lot of people who said they were spiritual teachers, but weren't very spiritual at all. Um, and came out the other side, deciding to teach this for people like me. I needed an, an intimacy coach when I was going through this in my marriage. So I decided to start a company that could provide what I needed 13 years ago. So that's how I got here. And that's why essential touch um, positive sexuality, all of these things are so important. There's a whole umbrella under intimacy coaching and sexuality and sensuality are two aspects of that. That's beautiful. I love how that, uh, how you stemmed all of this and all of your learnings. I love how you stemmed that from your personal experience and because it's something that you needed personally as well. Absolutely, because when you intend to spend a lifetime with someone, you are not the same person in your 20s that you are even in your 40s, uh, never mind your 50s. So, you know, it, to have a lifelong relationship with someone that's sensual, sexual, beautiful, fun, laughter, often hysterical. <laughs> My husband and I laugh a lot. So, <laughs> you know, I saw we've that been on your through, Instagram through it all. page, actually. <laughs> you see, did, you see, did you see both of us on the Instagram page laughing? Yes, I did. <laughs> did you watch our TikTok adventures talking about the couples retreat? I'm going to get to that, don't you worry, because it's highly entertaining. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, when we teach as well, we like to, you know, put our clients at rest because a lot of people who come and work with an intimacy coach are not as daring as perhaps the lustful listeners are. Um, you know, they're just, just dipping their toes in the baby paddling pool of you know, what to do about sexuality and sensuality in their relationships often. I mean, so we don't often work with people who are very um, daring, you know, we work with the vanillas <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> Love that. But, but if sure they want to go to Neapolitan ice cream or a bit of butter pecan or, you know, <laughs> we're right there. Dash of salted caramel. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Salted caramel. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> a bit of whipped cream. That's retreat number two. So I have, yeah. I have a question about how, so, so you I love the backstory. Thank you so much for sharing that. So you find yourself in this place. Is this, is this somewhere that's something that you discussed with your husband at the time? Is this a journey you first started on your own and then incorporated him in afterwards? How did that kind of pan out? Well, it was both. Um, you know, he's always been my best friend. So there was no, there were no lies, but uh, it was a very difficult journey because telling him some of the things that I wanted to go and try was um, <laughs> hugely interesting and did sort of blow our relationship a little bit out of the water. We separated for a year and a half also while I was learning some of the work. 
Um, and then we redesigned our relationship and put it back together again because we oh, realized wow. we were the best of friends. And so that, that was the thing is the friendship is what held us together. And mm -hmm. then yeah. also realizing that we had changed as people. And I'd gone on this incredible journey into spiritual sexuality and um, what sexuality and life force energy can do in the body, etc. So that's quite esoteric. Um, and, you know, he went on his own journey, mainly into Taoism. Um, so we both went on a spiritual journey as well and then put it back together and, and reconnected because wherever you go, there you are. Mm. You know, so, Look, you know, we could have just tried it with new people, but we were still the same people deep down and we were still just the best of friends. So it made more sense for us to work it out together. And now we teach together and now we love this work and we share it with um, a lot of people so that they can also have great relationships. Mm. And have you found that um, a lot of the, because I mean, you don't just teach um, vanillas, you don't just teach, um, you know, society, you also train coaches, right? Yes. Have you, have you found that um, a lot of people have come back to you and, and say like, listen, thank you, because you have made a difference in my life. And thank you, you've made a difference in, in my relationship. Because in essence, that's what all of this is about, right? I mean, I, th I think about the journey that Lola's lessons has embarked on from the beginning. And that's what that's why we do what we do. We don't just show up every Friday night or every Wednesday night and every um, Saturday night for the love of it, you know. Um, I mean, it takes a lot of time and effort and also planning your retreats and planning all of these causes of yours it takes a lot of um time and effort and sometimes you think that the the risk isn't worth the reward but when you when you sit down and you see okay what i've helped people have you have you found that yeah hugely um and and the that's what makes it a calling to work mm. with you know sacred sexuality and uh, i just find the english language often is so limited because we talk about sexuality but it's also it's such a large field you know it's not just mm. having sex it's it's so much yeah. more than that and mm. often the the coaches that are trained as well they have to go on their own personal journey so often they think they know a lot and then they start going on their own personal journey and they have yeah. major breakthroughs yeah. and say it's not about sex at all is it and i'm like ah, mm. you see that's the that's the secret is sexuality when it's integrated into a full conscious life becomes just another aspect of your life that's fun and beautiful but it's like having good food or watching good TV or it just becomes an aspect of your life that's fun and playful and wonderful. When mm. it's not working, Aww. it can become an overwhelming issue, problem, etc. So when you can get sensuality up and running and sexuality up and running to the point where it's integrated in someone's belief systems to the extent that they want it integrated in their life, it is life changing. It is transformative. And I've even this weekend, there were tears lots and lots of tears with people saying thank you so much and we never thought about it that way and you know and you were talking about the love languages earlier and mm. learning conscious sexual touch and conscious sensual touch is mm. a huge part of love languages because sometimes none of that can happen without the other love languages like acknowledgement words of affirmation mm. um, and sometimes acts yeah. of service sometimes that really affects our amount of conscious or sensual touch in our relationship because we're not getting our needs met with some of our love languages mm. so that's wow. uh, something i actually was going to discuss tonight but you beat me to it <laughs> <laughs> we're on the same page Can't. we are indeed 
Oh, no, I'm, I'm a great believer in, in, in love languages because I think so few people actually understand what that means at a basic level, you know. But I have a question regarding, you said there were so many tears at the weekend, and I, and I can imagine that there were. To what extent do you follow up with these people afterwards? I mean, what is your process around that for the longevity of it? Is there, is there a point in time where it's like, do they have support post the, the retreat? Do they come back for another retreat? How does the process generally run? I'm a how person. <laughs> um, for, for beginners, it was a beginner's retreat. So for beginners or foundational retreats, um, I offer an aftercare course. They, they both go onto my course platform. And they go through all of the lessons and notes again, because when you're actually learning it, you forget a lot. And I don't yeah. expect people to take notes all the time when they're busy learning because they're experiencing mm. things. Mm. And there's aftercare. There's been plenty of follow up um, messages, checking in, all of those sorts of things. And that normally like lasts that. for about a month afterwards. I will check in and then they still have access to me through the online course that they get as part of the retreat for aftercare because you can't change everything in one weekend it's not possible of so i like to i like to offer sort of ongoing um level appropriate work for them depending on what mm. they've learned on the first retreat i mean and uh, intermediate and advanced retreats are different so those ones um there's not sometimes as much aftercare because they are they're generally people who understand how to regulate their nervous systems how to deal with triggers how to look after mm -hmm. themselves to a, a, a larger extent. I love that. That's, I absolutely love that. It's such a great that. responsibility, hey, Annie, to, mm. hold, to hold that space is such a great responsibility. It really is a great responsibility. When I step into that space with people, I do get incredibly seriously. You know, we, we go mm. through the whole system of how we say no, what we do if the nervous system freezes. Um, it's it's <laughs> quite similar to BDSM in a lot of ways in that you're going to go through a whole form of checking in with someone to make sure that they are empowered to say no and to learn what they feel comfortable with and to be able to set up the space in a way that suits them and their relationship and their relationship design i love i love 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 that relationship design i love that I mean, the, we should. There should be a hashtag, hashtag that should be trending, right? Relationship design because yeah, everybody's I've got a whole relationship. Course on it. I developed a whole course because of what myself and my husband went through. We had to sit down and say, what are our what are our deal breakers? What are our needs? And what are our preferences? And go through all the things that hadn't worked for us before, and work through. Um, one of the most difficult things was going through angry space was having my, my husband really angry with me because of the bad choices I'd made because I made some really dodgy and bad choices, believe you me. Um, I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all worked out. It all worked out. There was no shovels involved that it all worked out. We still have a happy relationship <laughs> Well, I don't know. I might piss him off and he might bury me underneath the cabin at some point, but, you know. Okay, well, we've... <laughs> We, we've, we've got <laughs> we've got proof of this now i mean this is live <laughs> if anybody's looking for annie and she's disappeared we know we we know where to go and look <laughs> check the shovels ask for proof of life <laughs> ask for proof of life um annie tell us more about um what you find um or what what in your opinion the definition is of sensual touch and and why sensual touch is so important to our intimate mm, relationships yeah. 
<laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just reading what my husband's busy posting. I see. I'm I assuming saw. it's him. Yes, no shovels, but lots himself. of spade work. <laughs> He's very funny. <laughs> He's very supportive of me. <laughs> he does so, lots of spade work. So oh, he sorry, just, what was the question? <laughs> let, let's just tell the listeners, he just said, I'm no shovels, but a lot of spade work with a heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. What's, what's, the, what's, what's the difference with sensual touch? Well, we, we teach, I do teach sensual touch, but what I find is when people hear the word sensuality, they tend to equate it immediately with sort of erotic or sexual touch. Mm. And sensual touch, I call it conscious touch because what I want to do is separate in people's nervous systems the difference between touch that is, um, so you get healing touch, like you go for sports massage or you can go for aromatherapy massage or you can go for kahuna or there's a myriad of massage and uh, you know, healing, massage, and body work out there. But when you're starting to work with conscious or sensual touch, you're slowing down the touch and you're using oxytocin speed. Mm. So what happens is when you start using oxytocin speed and certain methodologies in your touch is that you start releasing chemicals in your body that are slightly more intense than just erotic or sensual touch. So mm. you're looking at the difference between sensual touch, conscious touch, and sexual touch. Sexual touch is often touch that has an agenda. So it, it wants to go somewhere. It's foreplay. It's got sex expectations. And they touch sex you and you know, this is not a back tickle. This is actually foreplay. And you can tell. If you've been with somebody for a long time, you can immediately tell. So when mm. we actually take the sex out of the picture and we start bringing this sort of conscious presence into the touch, we up the chemicals in the body and we actually create you, you feel stoned when you work with this sort of touch for an amount of time. Um, even the people at the retreat, they got flushed. There, there was a, a flush across the body. The body language begins to change. I always know I'm, I'm in the zone because I lose the ability to talk, which, as you can understand, I'm Ooh. good at talking. So when I change over into the parasympathetic nervous system, I start slurring my words a little bit. So those chemicals in my body, the oxytocin, wow. the serotonin, the dopamine, they give me this sort of um, sort of semi-stoned, very essential uh, bunny, I suppose. Mm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that sort of, absolutely. sort of answer it? I think I want absolutely. Those you want those chemicals? <laughs> I think to take it back to, to um, and you mentioned it earlier, like in the BDSM sense, I think that would very much um, be similar or close to going into subspace, right? Yeah. I yes, mean, you can... I, I think it's it's not far off, except subspace can still be very much adrenalized. Yes, you know, yes, of course. It, it yes, can yes, still yes, be yes. very adrenalized, although the space, I think, can be similar. I mean, we, we don't do um, the heavy work, but we do do skin activation, which mm. is using the nervous system with, you know, a heavy, a slightly painful getting the blood flow to the surface of the skin and then a breath, a kiss, a feather, those mm. sorts of things, because it heightens sensation completely. And that's why mm. I, I think people sometimes, <laughs> I think our retreat participants mm. were a bit, um, deer in the headlights when I mentioned BDSM and I said don't worry we're not doing BDSM here this is just skin <laughs> activation but it's the same concept we're using yes. the nervous system we're using the relaxing touch we're using your body's own pharmacy those sorts of things oh. so that's mm. what's so amazing about sensual touch is you're starting to use the body's own pharmacy to take you into mm. a, a space of bliss and deep relaxation which actually helps you especially if you're estrogen based with libido.
because the people I deal with a lot of the time have lost their libido, especially women as they age and go through midlife. Um, <clears throat> it tends to be a case that libido starts running away, um, orgasm becomes more difficult. And so sometimes people want to reach out for doing extreme things to try and get it back, which sometimes works. But for long, long-term longevity with sensuality and intimacy and libido, you actually need to get into the other nervous system and start relaxing. Mm. And, and skin activation, skin activation helps with that. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So whether you prefer to go more Fifty Shades or whether you prefer <laughs> to, um, you know, no, because there's adrenaline involved if you're doing yes. BDSM. So the skin activation teaches you how to work the nervous system without the adrenaline. So it's just staying in the parasympathetic nervous system instead of working with the adrenaline as well. And it's nice to play with both. They both mm. feel slightly different. You know, and, and as I've aged, I definitely find that the very sensual stuff, the very slow stuff uh, sits, marinates me for longer in the energy and longer in the, in the space. But I mm -hmm. do think it's important to have both. I don't think one is better than the other. I think they're just different aspects. Hmm. And and do you come across people who are never have never really been like touchy touchy kinds of people? How do they cope with having to learn something like this? Like, what? How? How? Where do you start? <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> well, normally, what I found your is retreat, look, okay, I, I, I do know airplane. some touch phobic people who are actually still quite sexual. Um, it does happen. Uh, generally speaking, people know that they're going to be comfortable. And if they're touch phobic, I found a lot of the time there are genuinely touch phobic people, people who don't like to be touched unless it's their, their partner and then only on certain parts of their body. We do a whole process called body mapping around that as well. So, you know, there are ways to work around it. Um, those are preferences as well. But also sometimes if there's anger or if there's resentment in the relationship, you'll find that touch phobia starts coming in just because oh, wow. the love language that needs to be addressed or the um, anger or resentment that needs to be addressed has not been addressed so the touch is res it's it's resented mm. okay you oh, know wow. so somebody reaches yeah. out to touch you but they're feeling you know you are feeling resentful like if i'm cross with my husband and he tries to give me a back tickle i'm not interested Even of course not you yeah. know it's like i'm not a i'm not a kiss and makeup type person i'm a sulker so i need 24 hours to release my sulk before i'm happy to get jiggy with it but different people are different you know so sometimes the touch is rejected because it has sex expectations written into it there's a sexual agenda yes. and the receiver can feel that and then secondly mm. also because there's arguments or emotional baggage that hasn't been worked through mm. so the touch can actually bring up resentment tears anger those sorts of things Mm. What, what I really like about that is because, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily know that that is the reason why. So your partner's trying to make amends. They're leaning in for a touch, not necessarily knowing how to do all the skin activation. And they're just being rejected all the time. So there's so much as the, ba the basis of all communication. Yes. Yeah. Because even though they can, I mean, my husband knows all the, the techniques, but if I'm pissed off, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Even those techniques aren't going to work, yes. No, you can be the best master lover in the whole world. And if there's mm. an emotional block, good yes. luck. Yes. Um, mm. Especially with estrogen-based beings, but with both. You know, I mean, everyone can have this uh, hurt or pain or trauma or trigger within the relationship where you can reach out to touch, 
and feel rejected continuously because you're also not perhaps speaking the love languages you need to or clearing the blockages. So if somebody needs acknowledgement and they're not receiving it, but somebody's reaching out to touch them, until they reach the, the acknowledgement or sort out the fight, they're not going to be receptive yeah. to receiving that touch. It doesn't matter how much you know about touch. Mm. So the, I think the love languages and figuring out how we like to be loved and how we like to be touched is really important. And it's different mm. for everyone. What works for me doesn't necessarily work for everyone yeah. else. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna find your comfortability level. Absolutely. You're gonna find your vibe in your in your intimate relationship. That's why now. you design your relationship. You design your conscious touch. You design. You sit. You communicate. You talk. You listen mm. actively. Oh. You reflect. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about touch versus communication. Look, there's we speak about communication on almost every single episode in the Lola Blakely yeah. Enterprise Production at that range, right? We talk about it in kinky classes because communication is key when you when you um you know delve into kink. We talk about it on on Lola's lessons because communication is a vital part of sex education. We talk about it on lifestyle lectureship because communication within a non-monogamous relationship dynamic is absolutely imperative. Yeah. So communication we know is absolutely vital to successful intimate relationship be it um be it what whatever kind of relationship a lot of people though cannot or struggle to like eloquently or decently communicate right so for these kinds of people you can use touch as a form of communication can't we yeah you can i mean you can do a basic body mapping with your partner and just say you know, we're going we're gonna to do it very simply. I'm just going to stroke my hands all over your body. Um, I'm not going to include genitals the first time. We always say take genitals and breasts out, nipples out. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe underside of breast, over the breast and side breast. But take the nipples and the, the genitals and the anus out. Um, just so that you can start getting yeses and nos and watching the body language of the person who's receiving. And just do a session for 9 to 27 minutes of just gently draping the fingers over the body and finding and actually get a little map, little body map and finding the points that really, really work and the points that are meh, you know, so you, you sometimes you can find very interesting things like um, I love my hands, for example. I love if somebody's holding my hand while they're massaging me or whatever. And I love my feet. My feet are like big trauma releases. But for some people you touch their feet and it's ticklish or it's unpleasant. Uh, yeah, you touch my feet, I'm going to kick you in the mouth. Well, that's, exactly. that's Lola. <laughs> but, that, but that's exactly it. So you body map that so that you understand your partner. But then also understanding that women, because of our hormone levels, sometimes what works on Monday doesn't always work on Friday. So it's pretty mm. much, you, you'll know the general areas, but you may need to adjust as required. Um, mm. I always say that men are more like buckies and women are more like sports cars. Bucky's, <laughs> they, they get done. they're fairly easy to maintain. Sports cars need a, a finer touch and they can be a little bit more, you know, temperamental. We go with the phases of the moon. Um, mm. Not true in every case, but important with body mapping. Uh, I've seen a lot of people get very excited when they do their body map and they say, right, now I know all my partners erogenous zones. I know exactly where to touch, exactly where to blow. I'm going to do 
A, B, C, D, E, and it's going to work every single time. And I'm like, it doesn't work like oh, that. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. But it's a great start. You know, when you're teaching people to blow gently on the back of someone's neck or to use the thin skin or to use different forms of touch. Hmm. And suddenly they go, oh, there's this whole world out there to discover that isn't just diving for the genitals and saying, let's have sex. Hmm. <laughs> Listen, so listeners. <laughs> if you want to die for the genitals and just have sex that's also fun it's just another experience that's all <laughs> also we got to learn to take our time with our partners if we really want to make it work right yeah well sometimes a quickie is also good you know sometimes you you do it sometimes you have a quickie and sometimes you have a longie and you know it's all good <laughs> it depends on what your intention is i think it's important to set an intention for touch as well if you are setting an intention for sensual touch I think it's always a good idea to have a certain amount of time put aside for that, to not just make it foreplay. Absolutely. Because otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know, when you're touched with the expectation of just it moving into sex, the touch sometimes can be met with resentment. Mm. Yes. Listen, lustful listeners, Anne-Marie um, from Lola's favorite intimacy coaching institute, Intimacy International, join Carmen and Lola this evening to share her knowledge on sensual touch. How can we use sensual touch to enhance our intimacy? How do we get in touch with our own sensuality? Stay tuned while we embark on this beautiful sensual journey. And um, we are on our way to a slight commercial break. When we come back, more on the sensual touch and sex topic. We are, we're almost, half, no, we're more than halfway through Lola's Lessons um, Season 3. And the new spin-off shows only have one episode each left, besides for tomorrow night. That's excluding tomorrow night. The entire production series was hugely successful and we could have never anticipated the rate, at the rate at which the new shows have gained popularity. If you've missed any of the previous episodes, you can stream them or download them from lelastfm.live or um, lelastfmpodbean.com. Don't go away, go refill your drinks, go slip into something sexy if this is your um, way of like having a little bit of foreplay on a Friday night before you get a jiggy with your intimate relationship. We will be back after a slight commercial break. Give us about 10 and then tune back in. Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words like me, play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with, intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally me, it starts with self and that is something that Play With Me stands for. Play With Me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch.
do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun, and deeply nourishing sacred intimacy couples retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage, and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. Posts, pages, and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions, and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. And that's it, listeners. We are back after a very short, intimate break. We had to break a little bit, but also we had to rush through it because we've got way too much information to share with the lustful listeners this evening. I mean, sensual touch is something that every single person in a relationship should be practicing and should be exploring and should be utilizing to the best of their abilities. Because let's be honest, everything isn't always about sex, right? I mean, if you're not in the mood and you're not in the mood, I mean, you're not in the mood. What do you do in those cases? You explore with your partner the beautiful art 
of sensual touch, sensual massages at oxytocin speed, like we heard before the break. Joining us this evening is Anne-Marie, the founder of Intimacy Coach International and columnist with Conscious um, Living Odyssey magazine for Bliss Sexology. She's a trained holistic intimacy coach, and she trains intimacy coaches around the world. She's been with her husband for 28 years, so she knows what it takes to renew, heal, and reignite your bliss and and how to learn and how to learn how to fully receive through deep relaxation not only in your intimate life but also in the so romantic life design am i pronouncing that right i hope i am she teaches with her husband tim on retreats and coaches in, in person and online and marie has appeared on 702 radio today power fm kaya fm lola's lessons <laughs> everything about conscious sexuality and neo tantra she's featured in Women and Home magazines and be, has been a guest on um, ETV's Great Expectations twice on regaining libido after childbirth. She's currently a columnist for Odyssey magazine with her column Bliss Sexology. Welcome back, Annie, and so thank you once again for for being with us this evening and sharing your time and sharing your your knowledge with our lustful listeners. We really appreciate the time that you've set apart and set aside to to share this journey with us. What a pleasure! And yes, it's somatic. So somatic, somatic. Just means body based, body it's based of the body. So holistic body. is is the the wholeness of the being. Um, and everything involved and somatic is body-based so somatic experiencing is normally body work based mm. okay body work based so let's talk a bit more about body work based and let's talk about oxytocin speed touch and sensual massaging on the body and let's base our work off of that this evening <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to start? So say this evening specifically, I want to take it slow and I want to give my partner something special, not just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, not a quickie in the cupboard, but something to remember the next day, right? I want to treat him or her to something mind-blowing and something that is really special and unique to our intimate relationship and I decide I want to embark on a nice massage journey and um, maybe put in put in a little yoni massage or a linger massage but how do I go about applying sensual touch within you know this this exploration episode for this evening's plan before we get kinky and shit well I think the number one thing is to sort of take out the expectation of it being a linear journey. So be willing to go sideways. Now, what I mean by this is sometimes if you want to go to Cape Town, you just get on the road and you drive and you pay the tolls and you go there. So mm. sometimes you just want to get jiggy with your partner. You're both looking at each other with raising an eyebrow and going, yep, tonight's the night. And you've got the things and the, the ways you touch each other to get things turned on and excited. And it tends to be quite sexual. So there will be some sort of sensual touch as well sometimes to start things off, but then you're going to take it straight away to a sexual fiery type eros. Now on the other side of the wheel of intimacy, you've got everything that slows down and expands and goes sideways. So that's like going to Cape Town, 
taking the garden route, stopping at the pancake place, stopping at the crystal shop, all of those sorts of things. Well, I'm just talking for myself, really, because those are the things I like to do. I'm seeing Carmen go, yes, 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 yes. We love pancakes. So uh, I think this was relating to to women, uh, maybe stopping at the biltong shop for my husband. There we go. There's something <laughs> that's another form, <laughs> that's another form of is, special. Is sometimes you're not going to get to Cape Town on the first go and you're going to sit and marinate in that energy or you're going to see a little bed and breakfast place and think, I wonder if we should stop here for the night and so mm. the difference is is when we were teenagers and we were fumbling in the dark and when we set all our patterns up for intimacy and for sexuality we tended to always have an end result and the end result generally speaking in um, heterosexual relationships is penis and vagina um, there's going to be a lot of friction there's going to be an orgasm hopefully on both sides but generally speaking mostly on orgasm and an ejaculation for the man. And that's how we know it's all done and finished and wrapped up. That's mm -hmm. arriving in Cape Town. So with sensual touch, what we're doing is we're opening up the possibility to allow this to go wherever it needs to go. So sometimes you can lay down and say, we're going to take sex out of the equation and we're going to move this from the bedroom to somewhere else in the house. Maybe set up some padding in your lounge or whatever. And by padding, I mean doubling over a duvet, setting up a yoga mat, getting yourself some massage oils. Make sure there's nothing that's going to sting the genitals if you're going to move into any sort of genital touch. Um, so like coconut oil or grapeseed oil is a, a great choice. Even olive oil will work. You might smell quite delicious and you could be licked afterwards because olive oil is very good for you. It's also very good for your skin, but you may smell like a Mediterranean buffet. Um, some people <laughs> like that. And then you're going to apply oil slowly and gently. You're going to do everything slowly and you're going to allow yourself to be present in that moment. And before you move into that as well, you're going to check with your partner that that's what they want. You're going to have a discussion about sensuality and say, I'd love to gift you with some sensual slow touch that doesn't necessarily end up in us having sex. So we can sit in that energy and allow that. And for women, this works brilliantly allow 24 hours or at least 24 hours or at least 12 hours, like overnight and possibly even the whole weekend for them to sit in that energy without being chased for sex and let the person who received the massage initiate what further action wants to be taken so that mm. they are really receiving. Yeah. They're not just receiving with an agenda that you it's going to turn around and like, when's my turn? So like touch, touch, touch. Okay, my turn. That's, sure. We're taking that out of the equation. We're saying, let's do something beautiful for each other that is just languorous. And sometimes this turns into you start talking about things gently while you're stroking one another, and just gently mm. touching and massaging. And sometimes it turns into a little bit of a conversation. Sometimes you feel really, really sleepy. One of the best gifts my husband ever gives me is when he starts to touch me and tickle me and he lets me go to sleep. There's no resentment if I actually fall asleep. Sometimes I fall asleep. Sometimes I get turned on. Sometimes I want to watch the telly and I just want a little bit of touch and then I'm done. But you're allowing the receiver to decide what's happening with the touch as opposed to giving a gift that's got a bait and switch involved. So that's yeah. one of the biggest gear shifts that happens with sensual touch is we're actually exploring sensuality. You can also include things like having a couple of chocolates or olives or biltong or whatever you like to taste sort of around you. So you can create a little floor picnic with a little massage space in the middle and have a, a sip of wine, 
talk about something, get some fun questions to ask each other, maybe even have one of those fun board games or something, you know, that's got like little sexual things you can do in the middle. You could do something that was quite naughty and quite sexual and then go back into the sensuality. If you can pull yourself from fire eros back into that slow, languorous sort of sensuality again. Um, depending on where you are in your relationship, you're just taking the sensuality sideways. So instead of sensuality being a means to an end and being mm -hmm. completely and irrevocably, irre irre I can't say the word now, I can spell it, but I can't say it, um, <laughs> linked to sexuality, <laughs> letting sensuality being its, be its own thing. Let sensual touch be its own thing. It's not necessarily foreplay. It's its own experience. And women tend to get this a lot quicker than men do. But when men get this, wow, the world wow, just um, opens up. Because it, everything slows down. Yeah. And you actually, it's such a bonding experience as I'm hearing it here. It really is. And it doesn't necessarily have to just be in long-term relationships. I mean, if you've had a hot and heavy with someone and it's been very much that fire eros, taking that step to breathing slowly and touching slowly is, is, a, is a pleasure heightener in that you're mm -hmm. giving the skin and the, the nervous system something different to digest. Mm. You know, so you're not just doing what it's expecting. So in the beginning, like if you are engaging with someone who's new, that's exciting. And that's going to be exciting anyway, even if they're not very skilled. But now perhaps you're engaging with someone who was exciting. And now you're sort of getting used to their patterns as well. This is a way again to change gears. Um, Zayn Asi has written there, will jojoba oil be a good addition? I mm. think you've got to be careful with jojoba or jojoba or however you say it because it has vitamin E in it. So sometimes that can, um, as far as I know, it can cause thrush. So oh. I'm sure it would be fine to use as long as you're not necessarily using it for the genitals. Right, for the genitals, yeah. yeah. I love what, what Tim has also mentioned here is worship the goddess because that's delicious. I mean, oh, also, oh I, is that what my hubby said? He's yes. sitting in the other room. He's doing things to me now. <laughs> so that, that's beautiful to me because, I, and this is exactly what sensual, essential touch is all about, right? It's all about, like, like Carmen just said, slowing it down and taking in exploring your partner's mm. body um really gifting that or that and worshiping the person that you share your intimacy with yeah and I also mean, for men if you if if you consider men have to do a lot of work sometimes and when when things start happening and especially when we're moving into sort of friction-based lovemaking sometimes it's over very quickly for them in the sense that mm. their bounce back time as they grow older for ejaculation and orgasm does tend to slow down so it's an awful lot of work for this moment of pleasure so what you want to do is allow the journey to be slower and to be more edgy. So, you know, mm. taking it from a massage into a space of perhaps doing a little bit of edging, if you are going to turn it into more oh, of a yes. sort of sexual journey towards the mm. end, helps your partner discover those, those delicious spaces within sensuality. So it's not just about 
you know, the normal patterns of having this sort of friction-based sex and having a singular orgasm. But it's more about sensuality and pleasure in the entire body and not just in the genitals. And as I said before, when men really get this because they feel it in their body, and this happened at the retreat over the weekend as well, when they finally get sensual touch and the speed and slowing things down and realize how much good it does in their relationship mm. and how lovely it feels they they learn differently because you can say it 50 times slow down slow sensual touch try this try this until someone actually experiences it, it feels it yeah. they don't really get it you mm. know it really is something you have to learn somatically you have to actually do it with the body to fully get it mm. that's quite the reward actually hey it really is yeah, it, it is. And if you love cooking, for example, you can have a whole sensual evening planned. And it just makes it so much more beautiful than just separating sexuality out into this little box marked, okay, now we're doing the sex stuff. And now we're doing the food stuff. And now we're doing the, the chocolate by the side of the bed stuff. No, put it all together. Design it, it all for yourself together, exactly. the way you like it. Journey, I have to tell you, I have to tell you a funny story because I think this is very funny. One of my first boyfriends ever said, "Let's go home and eat, um, eat food off each other." And I said, "Oh, that sounds lovely. What are we going to do?" And we ended up going to Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he, he oh. said, "Let me eat the coleslaw off you." It wasn't very coleslaw. sexy. So yes, so no. I mean, that so, brings <laughs> that brings finger licking good to a whole other level. So I have if never you're do sensual food. I don't know if KFC is the way to go. To each his own. I do love KFC. Um, I'm not dissing it, but I'm just saying, you know, to each his own, and be careful not to use anything with a chili sauce. Also, I mean, I'm um, sticky fingers next level, right? <laughs> can, you, can, can you picture the mash and gravy? <laughs> I mean, the dunked wings just do it for me. <laughs> well, we were doing that in skin activation over the weekend. We were using paintbrushes on the skin. And it's so oh, lovely wow. to take paintbrushes and you can eat. You don't even have to buy the, the special chocolate body paint, which is also fun. But sometimes you can take Nutella and you can just um, mix it with uh, an oil that doesn't uh, seize, an oil that doesn't, um, like coconut oil, when it's below a certain temperature, it goes hard. So you mm. want to mix it with a runny oil just so that you, you could paint with it. And then you could write poetry on your partner. You could do all sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I once had a chocolate fondue in the bedroom, but it ruined our sheets. So it was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was very messy. So you might need separate linen if you're going to get food involved in your sensual touch and your sensual experience. Listen, I don't even want to imagine the sugar rush after having fondue in the bedroom. Oh, <laughs> chocolate right fondue in the bedroom. But you've got to remember the fondue machine can get hot. So certain parts of the body dunked in a hot machine, just got to be a bit careful because chocolate can get quite hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I see um, your husband, Tim, says, yeah, it sounds like a script for bad porn. <laughs> <laughs> that experience and that's what he says he's not giving me a good review here is he KFC <laughs> no, coleslaw mash and gravy is a script for bad porn oh I see not the chocolate fondue oh, no okay. not the chocolate fondue <laughs> the, look the coleslaw wasn't wasn't with Tim that was when I was still very very young of so. course KFC coleslaw mash and gravy is a script for bad porn 
<laughs> You're never going to look at it the same way again. No wonder you laugh so much because, I mean, he is, he's quite humorous and he's really... Oh, he's very humorous. Evening. I love this because, I mean, couples that laugh together stay together. That's yeah. that's that's my motto, right? Yeah. If you can't laugh yeah. together and you, if you can't laugh at yourself and at one another without feeling a certain kind of way, then, I mean, are you even... Are you re even really working on your intimate relationship, right? Well, you know, to each his own. But, you know, we do a lot of laughing because, you know, we've been through a lot. So we, mm. we like to be honest and laugh and, you know, because we just find that it just relaxes the situation. Mm. And the only time I don't laugh is when he's very, very sarcastic in the middle of a fight because <laughs> annoyed. That's not funny. <laughs> Although he thinks it's funny. <laughs> and, 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 uh, I'm, 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 I'm sticking up for Tim here. I mean, he, you know, he gave you a tickle and let you sleep. I mean, there he's got all the exactly. points, all the naughty points from me. Exactly, he got all the naughty points for that. Also, he where do we put in? Works. Where do we put in an order for somebody like Tim? If I could clone him, oh, I'd make a fortune. <laughs> you know what I love about listening to the two of you here is um, just a couple of weeks back, I was looking at, at my toy box, the owner of the sex toy store and my toy box is in shambles. And I was like, it's true what they say, you know, about the electrician and his house and the mechanic and his car. Yeah. And I, and <laughs> the cobbler's children never have shoes. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, sometimes I, I I must be honest. Sometimes the best times we have is when we're on retreat teaching it to other people because we go by, right back to the beginning and we do all the basics again and we realize how important they are. Because mm. look, everyone gets lazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. if things come easy to you, excuse the very bad pun. <laughs> you <know then? laughs> sometimes you don't go back to the foundational techniques and how you originally got to have those amazingly honest and vulnerable conversations and things mm. you know so i don't think sensual touch is even possible until you know the resentment and the the yes. design of the relationship is in a place where you can add it without expectations and without um resentments you know it's mm. it's it's important to add it not just because you want to have more sex because I don't find that works. That's a, that's a bait and switch that doesn't work. I often have clients coming to me and saying, but my wife's just not interested, so teach me how to touch her to make her more interested. And I said, well, it doesn't start with touch. It starts with other things. Mm. And then so the other way around as well, sometimes it can also be, you know, you've got the, the big sex drive and, and, you know, sometimes men feel that they can't keep up with a woman who's just moving into her sort of sensual and sexual exploration zone and uh, sometimes it can be very scary as well so you know it can affect erection it can affect performance and those sorts of things mm. so you you know you really got to have the vulnerable and brave conversations as you're going in but not all at the same time sometimes you can just start with something soft and gentle do a little bit of body mapping eat some chocolate and maybe have a chat How's that for a nice, easy start? <laughs> Love that. Well, thank, thank you, Annie. I just wanted, like, you know, cut out this piece of the recording and play it to some of my clients. So I'll have people walking into my store going, oh, you know, my wife and her libido, do you have any pills at the back there? And I, you yeah. know, I'm holding onto my counter yeah. going, what? <laughs> <laughs> just I breathe, Carmen, breathe. <laughs> no, I'd be on my yacht on the med. When last did you, I don't know, buy her flowers? What does she like? You know, when last yeah. did you give her mm. And some people don't want to talk about it. I'm going to be completely no. honest with you here. And some are like, you know what? Tell me more. 
what does this yeah. mean? You know, how do we fix it? And and I love those engagements where we make that level of progress because that's mm. those are the fundamentals and we don't understand it. And some people have never heard of this in all their lives and that's okay. But mm. we need to tell them. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. Tim's also saying on, on the app now, Tim's saying massage the mind before the body. Communication is so important. Yeah. And that's exactly what, what, what Carmen and, and Annie are talking about now, is the fact that it does, it's not even about being a saposexual at this, at this point, right? It's about really doing those little things ahead of time to enhance um, in, or, or create that space of being okay with sensual touch or intimacy for that matter. Yeah. yeah, and the, the, it's there's so much embarrassment. I mean, common as you were saying, you know, I used to help my friend. Is one of my best friends in the world is actually the other Lola, um, who runs Lola Montez. Lola Montez. So Lola's obviously a, a a huge name in my my sort of surroundings it's obviously very hey. important um, but I used to work in her shop and men would come in for Valentine's Day or for birthdays and say what do I buy my wife and I would say to them I, I will give you like basically almost a money-back guarantee. I can't give you a money-back guarantee because I don't own the shop. But anyway, um, <laughs> this is what you do. And she used to sell these um, these gloves called fluffers mm. and they were fur gloves. Mm. And yeah. I would say, go home and this is how you do it. And I would show them on the counter with the fur glove and say, and he'd look at me as if to say, are you nuts? And I would say, yeah. please yeah. try it. Please try it. And just and then nothing else, just that, and let her ask you if she wants to go any further. And mm -hmm. I had people coming back going, "Oh my God, what else can I buy? Tell me about everything," because they didn't realize that something so simple could be so amazing. They wanted to come in and buy the exactly. sort of biggest dildo in the shop, and I said, or the the skimpiest lingerie, and I said, "That's perhaps not where you start. Let's mm. start with closing our eyes, taking a breath, and just connecting with one another." Mm, yeah, absolutely. Spot on. I love that. I mean, I mean, preach because this is really this is something important to talk about. I absolutely love that. So, okay, you have created the space now. You have set the tone. Um, we, you've listened to Lola's lessons. Lola's lesson says you need to um, like in, incorporate sensual touch. Let's tell the listeners exactly what oxytocin speed what oxytocin speed looks like. What is oxytocin speed? Where can they learn about this? And um, where can they find out exactly how to incorporate oxytocin speed when um, when practicing sensual touch? Look, it's really, really simple. It's not a huge secret. Oxytocin speed is one inch per second. But now just brush yourself at one inch per second. I'll count the seconds and you brush yourself. Watch, you know, an inch is about 2.2 centimeters. Yeah. Okay. So now just even on your arm, just take your, take your fingers and go one inch per second. One, two, three, four. You see how slow that is? Now, most oh, people when in, so in, good. in retreat, I tell them to go slowly. And most people think they're going slowly, but they're not going slowly enough. Mm. It takes you into a, a deep relaxation. It changes mm. your nervous system over into the parasympathetic nervous system when combined with deep and relaxed breathing. Mm. Um, and it actually, it's the rest and digest system. And this is where you can have... Uh, sexuality experiences that are incredibly pleasurable and also can feel 
divine. They can feel spiritually connected for you. It's often where wow. deep cervical orgasms and G-spot orgasms can be located, although G-spot can work in either nervous system. It's not that fussy as long as it's awake. Um, mm. But the point being that you can take your pleasure and your touch to a different level. It almost feels like your hands are going into someone's body. It almost feels like they're, they're actually melding together mm. and eventually if you do this for a certain amount of time and you're good at it you can't tell the difference between giver and receiver anymore it does start to sort of mix and as mm. tim said there in the chat as well if you hug someone for more than 20 seconds you can also begin to receive oxytocin and oxytocin is received by the giver and the receiver when you've got skin to skin contact that's why they often suggest for small babies and premature babies mm. and that they have to have that skin to skin contact mm. we are mammals whether it's sensual, whether it's sexual, whether it's nurturing, whether it's nourishing, the nervous system and the skin works in very similar ways. And all of these things intersect. Mm. Hmm. Wow. I mean, leave it to leave it to Annie to absolutely have Lola speechless. Nobody has Lola <laughs> speechless ever. Did you just touch yourself for four seconds and got speechless. You're good. Yes. I, I mean, also, I, I know where oxytocin level is. <laughs> I'll just proclaim that. <laughs> I mean, Dr. M taught me well. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I loved what you said earlier because, of course, a lot of the, the people you've had on the show are um, my coaches they're listed on my website you know yes. I taught them and they all teach differently have you noticed absolutely yeah. absolutely and that's something that's very very um well I'll know because I speak to a lot of them on on the daily basis but um it's very interesting how everybody has kind of sort of incorporated their own vibe and their 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 own color to this beautiful yes. world of intimacy yeah. not everybody is the same and also that's why you got to find a coach that works with you Absolutely. you got to find a coach that colors in your lines because not all coaches yes. are going to color in your lines exactly. not all coaches are going to some coaches use pastel colors some coaches use neon colors you got to find out what's your vibe what do you like what what are your vibrations connect with and um, the, fountains exactly there's, there's a coach for <laughs> there's a coach for everybody for everybody out there and more than likely um those coaches will have been taught by by annie so i mean you heard it on lola's lessons first i'm just saying <laughs> not all of them but you know a good, Most a good of them, portion yeah. of them and I, I absolutely adore my coaches they're all designed incredible businesses and incredible ways to link with people and teach people and they've got so many extra modalities and other things that they know they're just really awesome people all around mm. you know i'm very lucky to be surrounded by such incredible people and teachers um you know it's just it's it's a joy to do this work the way that i've chosen to do it mm. And I mean, they good. They do good work as well. Yeah. And everybody that that they help. I mean, the amounts of people that are just actually, without them knowing, connected in this space, is absolutely astronomical. I mean, we don't even realize how many people, um, these coaches around the world have have touched and and helped and and reconnected to their intimacy, which exactly. is exactly. And thank you also for being brave to you and Carmen because. You know, it's difficult for women to speak up on this stuff. Um, we often can be yeah. quite judged for speaking up and telling our truth and being vulnerable and authentic in this space. And I think it's really, really important. It's, there's a huge wound in humanity when it comes to yeah. conscious, sacred and healthy sexuality, sex positivity. Mm -hmm. So um, we're all 
they're on the same boat together. Mm. Fighting the good fight. Carmen, you wanted to say something. One orgasm at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple <laughs> orgasms at a time, if you like. like. <laughs> no, I was just sitting here still stroking my knee, activating my skin. <laughs> She's still oxytocin touching herself. <laughs> And you got really serious. So I'm sitting here with a huge grin on my face going, that feels so good. <laughs> it took her the whole conversation to get from her wrist to her ankle. She's got it. She's got the technique down pat. It's so nice here on my knee. <laughs> I mean, no, I love, aren't I love, we lucky? I love the, the, the slowing down of time and just that that connectedness and that bonding and it's it's something so basic but something that i mean when you were saying you know it's one inch at a time mm. per second i was thinking about how we usually dive in there you know all the passion yeah. and the right moment it's so quick and, and i love most um, massage if you think about most massage it's sort of up and down and and being rubbed and you know there's not a lot of that dropping into the presence of the body because yes. you're just doing yes. things quickly but, you know, as I grow older, that's happening in so many different areas for me, just watching the birds, you know, sitting in our jungle cabin at home, listening to the sea, watching a monkey crossing the telephone line, watching a flower. You know, it's, it's just everything has slowed down. Even though time mm -hmm. speeds up sometimes, that dropping into the moment slows down. And it's just such an incredible thing to bring into your intimate life. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, not even only your intimate life, right? All aspects of your life. Yes, absolutely. Everybody knows that life passes us so quickly. You blink and it's over, right? Slow down everything. Breathe. Take it in. Enjoy the moment. Mindfulness. Yes. Yeah. Mindfulness. And, you know, mm. so many people go and do seminars and retreats and work on mindfulness and meditation and yoga and um, spiritual experiences and having a, a spiritual awakening and so few people link that to sexuality in your body as well because you're just you're a mammal it's all integrated you know mm. keeping it separate and special is lovely for certain experiences but for the rest of the time you need to integrate I mean like mm. sometimes I'm going to go to a fancy restaurant and I'm going to eat a fancy meal but a lot of the time when I'm eating at home, food is an integrated part of my, my mammal experience. Mm. You know, I'm not always going to have a, a five-course tasting menu. I love that. Combs, before we end the show, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, no, thank you. <laughs> she's still touching her ankles I, i'm actually watching her i'm actually watching her and i'm going can you stop rubbing yourself <laughs> i feel blessed okay blessed. <laughs> but, but also take that, take that slow touch do nine minutes of that slow touch completely naked not genital work just nine minutes of that slow touch and then apply a vibrator of your choice and see how different the pleasure Ooh. is Oh, I love me it a challenge. Is. It's different. Can we rewind back to, uh, uh, I think in, in, in the first half, you said it's somewhere between 9 and 27 minutes. What's yes, the reason yeah. for that? Um, it's just how long the your nervous system normally takes to, to fully relax uh, for a woman okay. to get into that sort of space. It can be faster if you use toys. And there are also um, other techniques in the body you can sort of body hack. But generally speaking, a good nine minutes of that slow touch and then go into your pleasure session just do it as research and development for yourself and see how different it is 
I'll send feedback. Okay. Yeah, send feedback. <laughs> because that's the thing is it, it we're the explorers of these bodies that we've been blessed to inhabit and discovering the pleasure and the fulfillment and the joy that we can have within our skin is really important. So especially because you're a pioneer and you sell toys and you do things, it's, it's such a lovely, easy technique to, to teach someone as well. So they can take something away that isn't just necessarily you know, getting off as quickly as possible because, Aww. hey, gee, the kids might walk in or, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's taking time with so yourself much. to say my body is worth it. My body is worth pleasure. It's yes, worth touch. Yes, yes, yes. I love this so much. Thank you, Annie. It's and a pleasure. pleasure. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear about your experiences. <laughs> and as Tim says, we're always looking for sideways experiences because rushing forward is what we're used to. And, hey, the end game for being alive we, none of us get out of here alive. We all die. So mm. why are we rushing towards the end game? Because Exactly. You know, stroke those <laughs> knees, guys. Stroke those knees. Stroke Come those on. knees. Slowly. <laughs> listen to, listen to somebody so talk on a podcast and slowly touch yourself at one inch per second. I'm doing it now as well. It's like <laughs> What does Jackie Bubble say here? I feel, I feel my body is like a slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> sometimes it's a slow cooker. Sometimes it's the air fryer. It's all good. <laughs> Listen, listeners, this evening you were um, embarking on a sensual journey, discussing sensual touch with Anne-Marie and Carmen and Lola and I'm going to slow it down so that we can all take it in and just enjoy and absorb this moment because it doesn't happen every day right and I want Annie I really want to thank you on behalf of myself and Carmen I mean I know she's thanked you already but on my on behalf of myself Carmen and all of the listeners thank you once again for sharing your knowledge and like explaining the concept of sensual touch and and um, sensuality with us this evening on on this episode we really appreciate it what a pleasure thank you for having me it's been it's been our pleasure absolutely it's been our pleasure Lustful listeners, what is to come? Tomorrow night, tune in at 9 p.m. Saturday, we all know Saturdays are all about the non-monogamous folk. If you are vanilla and you want to explore or maybe decide, you, you're deciding and having those conversations of taking your relationship into a non-monogamous dynamic, tune in tomorrow night as we discuss Swingers Social with the infamous Zenites website. I mean, Bev, the, the founder of Zenites, is joining us tomorrow night. This is not something that you guys want to miss because this is really going to be an interesting one, right? What's to come in the rest of the week on the Lola Blakely Enterprise production series? On Wednesday night, we've got the final episode of Kinky Classes and that we are going to be discussing butt stuff. Yes. I mean, like your ass, butt stuff. But there's also other stuff that we need to discuss, right? <laughs> and it's not just going to be your butt. <laughs> That's Kinky Classes, Wednesday evening, 9 p.m. Don't miss it. Lola's lessons next week. Also, I, I must tell the listeners that Carmen has bullied me right lola's lessons season three was supposed to be 10 episodes we're now standing on 12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> carmen has absolutely brilliant 
Lola? I mean, you forget. Lola's tired. Lola wants to go on production break. <laughs> but now Carmen has convinced me and bullied me into having 12 episodes as opposed to 10. So um, we do not only have a couple of episodes left. We've got a, we've got a shitload of episodes left. <laughs> but next week on um, Lola's Lessons, Friday evening, 9pm, we are doing the cheaters class. Categorizing cheating and eliminating infidelity. And the beautiful and wonderful and charismatic Kaz will be joining us live on air for that one. That's also something that you don't want to miss. So there's two episodes that work hand in hand. That is the cheaters class. And then the week after that, we are doing intimacy after infidelity with um, Tracy Zimmerman. And you don't want to miss that one either. So the next two weeks yeah, on Lola's Lessons are not to be missed. Let me just inform the lustful listeners of what... Um, like Carmen has bullied me into. We are doing a bonus cut, right? Carmen's going to be interviewing Lola. <laughs> and also we found a lovely, lovely stand-up comedian, which I'm really excited about. A lovely stand-up comedian that we are going to be interviewing. And I mean, it's just ahead of her show. A live show. It's been sold out for the last 12 years. You guys don't want to miss that one either. Next week on Lifestyle Lectureship will be the last episode. And this really makes me sad because everybody knows I love that show. And we are, we are fortunate enough to have or to welcome the beautiful Bella Bills, one of Lala's favorite friends, to discuss judgment, jurisdiction, jealousy in the factual fantasy on the penultimate episode of, of Lola's Lifestyle Lectureship. So next week is a great week. It's, it's going to be a banger of a week. Don't miss it. Also miss it and miss out. So, last for listeners, let's please... This is Lola asking. Lola doesn't often ask for favors, right? Let's please make this the fourth week in a row to trend at number one. Go search the shit out of Lola's. I mean, go share it with everybody. Share it with your grandma if you have to. I mean, grandmas need to have fun too, right? And they can learn a thing or two. <laughs> I want to thank one of the listeners for joining in this evening. I mean, we're sitting on 1,600 live listeners. That is another record. Every week, every episode, it's record upon record upon record that, that we meet. So thank you, lustful listeners. We love the lot of you. And from Carmen and myself, Carmen, so I'm going to miss you. Mm, well, I'm going to bully you into seeing me sooner than next week Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come visit you because we need to speak about the Lolo box. But I'll come visit you so that I can touch your toys. How's that? <laughs> and I need, a hug. I need a hug for longer than 20 seconds, please. And thank yes. you. I think both of us can do with, with a little bit of, um, what is it, a serotonin. Serotonin and what's the other? Oxytocin. Oxytocin and serotonin. There we go. <laughs> That's what we need. And on that note, lustful listeners, it's time to end this evening's episode. We love the lots of you. I know. Oh, boo-hoo. Wait, hold on. I've got something for that. Where, where is it? Hold on. I'm looking for it. Not the spies. We want to go. Yeah, we can do oh, the spies. There we go. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me and my sound effects. <laughs> but tune in next week, same time, same place. And until then, stay sexy, stay lustful, and enjoy your lustful lessons. Yay, what a good episode. <laughs>